Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Your girl is back. Your girl is back. Hey, your girl is back. Hey. <laughs> Listen, y'all know I'm silly. If you are just now listening to Hey Queen Thrive, I'm sorry, but your girl is absolutely, absolutely silly. So listen, if this is the first time you ever hear my voice, it's your girl, Leah M. Forney, your visibility activator, podcast cultivator, and welcome to season three of Hey Queen Thrive. Listen, this episode, I'm so excited to have this conversation because I think that it is a needed conversation, but I also think that it's it's something that's going to help a lot of y'all because a lot of my listeners are entrepreneurs themselves. Um, whether they're in the beginning stages of entrepreneurship, whether they're aspiring to be entrepreneurs, whether they're like, I know I got this message, I got this brand, I got this book, I got this product, this this expertise, this whatever, and I'm just trying to figure this shit out. Like <laughs> This is an episode for you guys. And so we're going to talk about how to, to leverage your expertise, right? Because I think that expertise, leverage, all of those are like buzzwords, right? Like we've been hearing a lot of it, especially since the pandemic started about like, oh, you got to be productive. You got to make money. You got to leverage your expertise and all that good stuff. And y'all know I share always personal experiences of my journey, right? Because that's the only way I know how to bring the thing to life. And so let's talk about it. Let's talk about how do we begin to leverage our expertise? Well, one thing that I know to be true in my journey is that you have to first and foremost understand that you're an expert. Yeah. I think a lot of times people don't recognize that they are experts at something, right? And so whether that is the school of hard knocks because you didn't been through some shit and you survived, whether that is through educational realms where you went to school and you learned something, whether that is just you are innately gifted at something, right? All of those things make you an expert. All of those things put you in a position to to not only leverage it, but to make money doing it, right? So I, I'll share with y'all quickly. I, I was on TikTok um, a couple of days ago. And if you're not following me on TikTok, you should be, right? But I was on TikTok a couple of days ago and this lady was responding to a question or a statement somebody had made in which they were like, they don't understand how people will say that they've made millions of dollars um, with a product or service that they offer, but then charge people for a course or whatever to learn how to make the millions of dollars. And so when I when I was listening to this particular TikTok talking, like responding, I was tickled because I was like, what do you think uh, multi-million dollar industries and companies are doing, right? They don't give it away for free because free is not going to get people to take action. <laughs> like, like free does not, like, think about that for a second. When you get something for free, what do you do with the stuff you get for free? You don't take care of it right? You don't treat it like it's worth value, right? You kind of put it off to the side and go about your business. And so in order to leverage your expertise, not only do you have to know what your expertise are, but you also have to determine if your expertise is profitable, right? Like, can you take what you know and the knowledge that you have acquired and the skills that you have learned over the years 
and package that thing into, right, something like a course, right? That's what we're talking about when we're talking about leveraging our expertise. It's, it's taking the knowledge that we know other people want to have and figuring out how do I make money from it, right? And so when this particular TikToker was responding, she was saying that's how you get multiple streams of income, right? Because you're taking something that you're good at, that you've done the work, right? Let's be clear. When we're experts at something, that means we did the hard work. We did the research. We did the marketing. We did the, the trying and the testing. We did the pivoting. We did the tweaking. We did all that shit. <laughs> Only to help you be able to do it with less time, less frustration, less mistakes, right? That's what I tell my students that work with me in Profitable Podcaster, right? Like you're talking to someone that took six months to figure out this whole podcasting thing. And now I'm teaching you the game in six weeks. <laughs> and then if you go into the next level after I didn't taught you how to get, to start it and you join me in my, my uh, support pod for a year, then I really teach you the game on how to grow it because that's what I had to do to get to 4,600 uh, 4, downloads, right? And counting. Like I, I'm not... I'm not charging because I just feel like charging. Could I give it to you for free? Probably. But what do I know about people that get shit for free? They don't do nothing with it. But when you have to make an investment, right? That investment is going to require you to stretch yourself. That investment is going to require you to come out your comfort zone. That investment is going to require you to do the necessary work so you can get a return on your investment. That's why, that's why I leverage my expertise that way. And I charge for what, for for my brilliance, right? So I say all that to say that when we're leveraging our expertise, we're one identifying what we're good at, what we know, right? What our expertise are. Then we're determining its its profitability, right? Because here's the thing that got me tripped up in my first four and a half years as an entrepreneur is that because I'm such a creative. <laughs> And y'all could go, y'all probably gonna be like, Leah, you talking about me, right? Because I'm such a creative, I fell into what I call the creativity trap. And so I would just be creating shit for the sake of creating shit with no strategy, no plan, no rhyme or reason, no, no launch idea, no nothing to make money from it. And then I would turn around and give it away. And then be sitting here upset because. I'm, I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul. I'm struggling to, to pay my bills. I'm not making enough money. I'm not like the, the craziness, right? When really what God was showing me was that you have the knowledge. You just need to put a, a, a price to it. Okay. Now let me, let me, let me say this too, before, before I go off in where I was going. For all my believers, for all my faith believers, believers in Christ, I love y'all. Stop, stop giving away shit for free. Stop. Because here's what I hear so many times from my faith-based entrepreneurs is that I struggle with putting a price to it because I'm such a giver. I'm a giver too, but guess what? Being a giver don't help you when you got bills. <laughs> Being a giver don't help you when you want to you want to take that six day cruise to the Caribbean and go sit on somebody's damn island. 
Because let's be real, being a giver ain't going to stop the bill collector from calling you. And so we have to, and I do mean we, have to understand that it is absolutely okay and it is absolutely critical and it's absolutely vital to your business to charge. Because here's what I know to be true, and I, I promise you, shout out to my boy Mo who said this to me. People are paying for what they want. They're just not paying you. Ah, I know that stings. You know, I know it stings because it stings when my homeboy Mo said it to me. Because here was the truth. When the, the truth of the matter was I was too afraid to show up in my expertise for me to begin to be seen as an expert and make money. Right? I desired it. Let's be real. Y'all know I keep it a whole buck on Hey Queen Thrive. I desired it. I was over here praying 21 day fasting, Daniel's fast, all that. Jesus, I really want to make the money, God. And then and he's like, all right, so show up. <laughs> Be the expert. Charge. Like he was giving me practical things to do. And I'm over here like, I don't know, God, because like if I charge the people, like who's really gonna, like worrying about all the wrong things. And God was like, do you want to be an expert or not? Because you're going to have to show up as one. You're going to have to let the people know that you have a knowledge base. You're going to have to package your stuff. You're going to have to do the research and figure out where you need to show up. And yes, all of this is leveraging your expertise. You're going to have to be consistent. Come on and let me help you real quick. You're going to have to be consistent. You can't post one post one uh, post on social media and because nobody responds, then you're like, oh, I quit. That's not how this works. I just told y'all in my last episode about my 45-day strategy, right? You can't do that. You can't be like, I want to be an expert. I want to make money. I want to do all these things. I desire to travel and live wealthy and retire and all this shit that we say we desire. But then we sit here and don't do the things that we need to do to leverage, like identifying what we're really good at, identifying our sweet spot, figuring out what's needed in the marketplace. <laughs> is my is my expertise profitable? Because again, we get into the creativity trap and the creativity trap as a creator is as a creative person and a create and someone who's a creator is detrimental when you don't have a strategy in place, when you have not determined its profitability. Listen, coming into 2023, I literally went through my Canva and my um, <laughs> Google Drives and all of that and cleaned out all the stuff that was no longer service, serving me. And when I tell you, as I was going through these things, I was laughing and looking at all these planners, all these workbooks, all these things that I had created and did nothing with. How many of us do that? How many of us could go through that Google Drive right now, could go through that OneDrive for all my Outlook users, could go through that Canva right now and see all these things that they have created and did nothing with? That's not leveraging your expertise. Consistency is key. And let me, let me just help y'all real quick, because I think a lot of times when we hear the words consistent, we confuse that with frequency. 
Consistent means keep doing that thing over and over again and over and over again. Frequency means how often you do that thing over and over again. So when people say you got to be consistent, I think people hear, oh my God, I got to show up five times a week. No, the hell you don't. But you do got to show up. (laughs) You do got to show up. You do have to be consistent. You do have to keep doing it. That's how I grew my TikTok following. That's how I grew my Instagram. That's how I grew my Facebook community. That's how I continuously get clients. Because I keep doing it. You cannot leverage your expertise and don't be consistent. Those two don't even go hand in hand. You have to be consistent. Now, the frequency kicks in when you figure out how often you can be consistent. And I always tell people, factor in your own capacity. You know what you got on your plate. You know what hat you wear. Listen, I am a CEO of of, of a growing, evolving company. (laughs) I am a CEO. I'm also a podcaster. I also have a full-time job. I'm also a significant other. I'm also a bonus mom. I'm a a friend. I'm I'm a sibling. I'm a daughter. Like I got 50 million things on my plate. So I have to determine how often does Leah show up and when does she need to show up? Right? I might be consistently posting about my stuff, right? Or about value that I can offer. Because let me say this too. When you're leveraging your expertise, everything don't need to be about business. I know that's another gut punch, but I'm just being honest. Everything don't need to be about business. What your audience is looking for when they're looking to you as an expert is they're looking to you to provide them with value. They're looking to you to drop those gems, to drop those little nuggets, to give away, sprinkle a little free stuff, right? The key, though, is to make your free stuff so damn good that if they love it at the free level, they'd be like, well, shit, how much would it cost me (laughs) to get this on a paid level? So what I tell my clients, and this is y'all, listen, I'm giving y'all free game. What I tell my clients is that make your free should be the basics. It should be the basics. It literally, it should be shit that they could probably Google. You just make it look and sound good. <laughs> Seriously. Because here's the thing: when people are looking to you as an expert, They're looking to you to be able to do something for them that they don't want to do themselves. So the truth of the matter is a lot of people don't want to Google. When I was in the book writing space, a lot of people didn't want to Google how to write and publish a book. Could you Google it and it tells, and you find 50 million damn articles and websites on how to write and publish a book? Absolutely. But the truth of the matter is the people that I was serving in that capacity did not want to have to Google it. So that's why they came to me. Here's somebody that had already written and published eight books. So they were like, shit, let me just come to the person that's written and published eight books so they can teach me. The same thing happened when I got into the podcasting space. Could people Google how to start a podcast? Yes. (laughs) Could people Google how to launch a podcast? Yes. Could people Google how to grow their podcast? Yes. But people don't want to do that. That's why they look to experts. So again, when you're leveraging your expertise, you got to be real clear about what those expertise are. Now, for all my multifaceted 
uh, experts like myself who are good at everything or many things, pick one. Like, no, for real. <laughs> pick one. Because here's what you're doing to yourself. You are frustrating the shit out of yourself because you keep trying to put your hands in 50 million hats. Pick one. When I was in the book writing space, I was in the book writing space. When I was in the clarity coaching space, I was in the clarity coaching space. When I was doing audience attraction, I was in audience attraction. Now I'm in profitable podcasting. That's all I do. You ain't going to see nothing nowhere on no social media platform saying, oh, and by the way, if you need help with me helping you write a book, come holler at me. Because that's not the space I'm in. In fact, I don't even service nobody in that. In fact, if you did come to me about that, guess what? I would refer you to the 50 million uh, book writing coaches that I know. <laughs> no bullshit. Like, I, listen, I had a dear friend of mine hit me up and was like, hey, sis, I'm ready to write my book. What's up? I was like, yeah, I don't even serve in that area no more, but I got a referral for you, though. Would you like it? I bet. Hit up my girl so-and-so. Because that ain't my space, right? So if you're going to leverage your expertise, even if you're a multifaceted person with 50 million expertise, pick one. And then dominate the hell out of that. That, Like, I'm giving you a free game. Then dominate the hell out of that. (laughs) And when I mean dominate, meaning literally give it some time. Because again, Here's the thing that I can't stand about social media is that we see highlights and we think that people woke up one day and all of a sudden they was a millionaire. Like I was looking at somebody's TikTok the other day and I had to like swipe because literally she started off the conversation about how I accidentally became a millionaire. And I was like, it's that shit that irritates me because nobody accidentally becomes a millionaire. Like what people need to see and hear more of is the process. This is why I make sure on my social medias, on Hey Queen Thrive, like I talk to y'all about the process. Listen, I was an entrepreneur for five years. (laughs) Five years before I hit $20,000 plus in my business. Why? Because I'm teaching you exactly what I'm telling y'all right now is exactly what I had to do. I had to get clear. I had to really figure out what my expertise is. I had to not be afraid to pivot. I had to be consistent. You can't one and done this thing in entrepreneurship and business and expect people to be like, oh yeah, I saw that one post. No, nobody didn't. You know why? Because algorithms is a bitch. (laughs) Like... Like, that's why you got to know the best times to post and promote and the best times to show up. And and and, and you got to know what pre- platform your people really are on. Listen, I told y'all, if, you were, if you're a part of my, my Community Profitable Podcaster Society on Facebook, which you should be, we did a whole 30-day challenge back in January where I literally taught this in detail. And one of the tasks was that they had to research to figure out where are your people at, like for real, for real. Because here's the thing that I know to be true as someone who's done it while leveraging her own expertise. You get comfortable on a certain social media platform. That does not mean that's where your people are. Just because you know Facebook like the back of your hand 
don't mean your people are on Facebook. So I say all that to say that as you are leveraging your expertise, you got to get clear about those things. Where are your people really at? Like, you can't be sitting here talking about, oh, I'm targeting corporate people. Well, guess where corporate people hang out at? LinkedIn. <laughs> YouTube. Pinterest. They not on Facebook. That's why it's so important to get clear on those things when you really want to leverage your expertise. Because all the other pieces to leveraging your expertise, like creating your offer and pricing and having different streams of income from that one, like all of that is things that come after the fact. What we have to stop doing in 2023 is we got to stop putting the cart before the horse. Stop talking about, oh, let me name my course. Let me name my workshop. Let me do a masterclass. Let me charge for this. Do you even know if that's what your people want? I'm just saying. Like, no bullshit. I, don't, I can't even tell you when the last time I did a masterclass. You know why? Because, again, in me leveraging my expertise and me trying something out for 45 days or more, I've learned that my people don't show up for masterclass. Know what my people show up for? Challenges, workshops, things that require them to invest. <laughs> That's what they show up for. So again, we put the cart before the horse because we keep trying to create things that we don't even know if it's needed. Another way you leverage your expertise is by doing research. It's nothing new under the sun, y'all. But just because there's nothing new under the sun does not mean that you can't find your special spot, your sweet spot, your special sauce, and dominate. There's 50 million business coaches. There's 50 million health, health and wellness gurus. There's 50 million people in the podcasting industry. There's, that does not mean there's not a space for you. You just got to figure out what that space is. And so if you really want to leverage your expertise in 2023, research. Listen, as a CEO of my company, I literally have two days a week that I call learning days. Because I'm constantly researching my industry. I'm constantly looking to see what is trending, where we're headed, what are the numbers. This is why I can tell people that the podcasting industry is a $2 billion industry projected to hit $4 billion by 2024. I ain't come up with them numbers because it sound good. I came up with them numbers because I research. This is why I can sit here and create the urgency and tell people now is the time to create a podcast. Now is the time to get a piece of the puzzle and a piece of the pie. Listen, news, news programs got podcasts. Hell, Fox 5 News got a podcast. Mattress Firm got a podcast. If you are a nonprofit owner, you should have a podcast. The nonprofit that I work for in the state of Maryland has a podcast. This is I'm, I'm not telling you that because it sounds good. <laughs> I'm telling you because I do the research. I look to see what is what what is growing, what is trending. And you should be doing the same thing too, because here's the thing, as an expert, the more that you know, the more you can charge. Come on, somebody. People pay for the how. 
Listen, I tell my clients all the time, I can give you the what, the when, the why for free. Throw that in the email list, a checklist, a Facebook community, a, a quick video, whatever. But if you want me to teach you actually how to do something, yeah, I'm going to have to charge you for that. So understand that when we're leveraging our expertise in 2023, we have to be very clear about what those are. We have to decide on one. <laughs> we got to research. We got to make sure that it is profitable. Just because it sounds like a good idea does not mean it's a good idea. We got to stop that. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. That don't mean it's a good idea. I remember, listen, I remember doing subscription. I wanted to create a subscription box. I don't even know what the hell. I think it was going to be like a self-care box or something. It sounded good. But at the time that I wanted to create it, was nobody paying for no damn subscription box. So I took, again, Creative Trap. I sat here and brought all these different things. I kid you no lie, y'all. I still got the box in my closet of things that I were going to put in this subscription box, bath bombs, all this, and did nothing. Wasted a whole bunch of money, still wasting money because it's sitting there because I ain't did nothing with it, right? Like, come on now, y'all. Still wasting money and did what? Because nobody, that wasn't profitable. Subscription boxes are profitable now, but I'm not in that space anymore. So again, I say all I have to say that if leveraging your expertise is what you want to do in 2023, it starts with you. It starts with getting clear. It starts with researching. It starts with identifying which one of your expertise do you know that the people really need? Ask those questions. Do that research. Figure out where you can show up in your industry. Don't reinvent the wheel. Some of y'all keep trying to reinvent the wheel. Stop doing that. Just do what you see other people do it. Just do it your way. Just do it your way. And don't worry about pricing and all that other stuff. Because those things will get clearer when you get clear. So listen, that's all I got for you on this episode. I will be back with Thriver Nuggets because we're going to talk about eight keys to leveraging your expertise. I'll be back. Peace. Hey, 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 it's Thriver Nuggets time. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Listen, I swear Thriver Nuggets is probably one of my favorite segments. I promise you that's why I have decided to keep it. As long as Hey Queen Thrive exists, there will be a Thriver Nuggets segment. Do not mind me, y'all. I'm over here ruffling with something as I'm recording. <laughs> I swear, um, let that be a lesson to all you new podcasters. Stop trying to be perfect. Stop. Stop trying to perfect perfect things and be perfect and all that stuff. If you ruffle something, if they hear something, it is what it is. Like, (laughs) keep going. So listen, this episode's Thriver Nuggets. I got eight keys to leveraging your expertise. Because listen, one thing that I know to be true is that before you can ever leverage your expertise, which we talked about, you know, figuring out what that is. There's two things that you must do and you must know who your people are and what the message is that you want to relate to them. Like, seriously, it really doesn't matter what you sell. It doesn't matter what your offer is. It doesn't really matter any of those things. What matters is who your people are, 
and what the message is. What is it that you want them to know about you? What is it that you want them to know about your journey, right? And so I got for y'all uh, eight questions. So you might want to have your pen and paper because <laughs> I want y'all to write the answers to these questions down. And let me know, like, shoot me a message. Uh, <laughs> definitely let me know um, if you liked any of these or how any of these questions helped you or whatever. There is, I think now uh, Spotify has like a little poll where you can leave replies on what you thought of this episode. So definitely let me know if any of these keys were actually helpful for you. Okay. So the first question is, what is your core message? Okay. Now, if you were a part of my 30 day jumpstart your visibility challenge over in profitable podcaster society, my Facebook community, then you should already know the answer to this question. Okay. So your core message is really that, that message, that overall message that you want people to know when they're getting to know, like, and trust you. Right. And so for me, my core message has always been turn your pain into power. Right. Because that is what I live by. Every traumatic experience that I've ever gone through from childhood trauma to being sexually assaulted to homelessness to domestic violence to being born addicted to uh, drugs to <laughs> battling with my health, every traumatic experience that I've ever gone through, I have mastered the art of turning it into power, right? Like I have mastered taking that thing and using it as a way to not only show other people that they can overcome, but also using it as a way to leverage myself as an expert, right? So what is your core message? <laughs> what is it that you want people to know about you that resonates with you, right? Like, that is who Leah Michelle Forney is. She is the queen of turning your pain into power, right? So make sure that your message is resonating not only with your people, but your, but with yourself, right? Because if it doesn't feel good to you, it's not going to feel good to them. Like everything starts with you. Always remember that y'all. All right. Number two, what are your story pillars? So story pillars for me are those experiences, those stories that you can share that relates or solidifies or validifies your message, right? So every time that I do a podcast interview or a magazine feature or radio interview, and I talk about turning my pain into power, I always pull from my story pillars. So some of those stories might be being born a, a daughter of two addicts and being born addicted to drugs. That might be my sexual assault story and how I use that story or that experience and became a victim advocate and activist. Um, I might talk about my grief and loss journey, right? And how I buried five loved ones in one year, including the man that I was engaged to be married to. Like, that's what I mean when I talk about story pillars, because those stories or those experiences is what's going to help build your no like trust factor. Your no like trust factor is what's going to help you be relatable to your people. Again, it don't matter what it is that you're selling. <laughs> that don't matter. It's, are you relatable? Do you have the kind of message that resonates with them that's going to make them say, hey, even if you're buying rocks, <laughs> I'm rocking with you. That's one of the things I love about my people. 
right? That's one of the things I love about my community that I have been building over the last five years is that even with every pivot, even with every shift, they have been like, yo, Leah, we riding with you. <laughs> and they and they have. And so make sure you have some story pillars. Make sure you can identify at least three to five of them that you can use as they relate to your core message. Okay. Number three, and this one is so vital. Who are your people? Who are your people? Yeah, I remember when I talked to y'all about how I was in the audience attraction coaching space. I got into that space because I noticed that even as an author, right, I needed to understand that my book wasn't for everybody. It was for a specific group of people. The same rule applies in any facet of business. I don't care if you're a product-based business, a service-based business. I don't care if you have a course. I don't. Who are your people? <clears throat> because here's the thing. We get frustrated because we keep trying to reach everybody. <clears throat> your people ain't everybody. And that and that includes family, your family and friends. Like let's listen, one thing we leaving behind in 2020 and one thing that we're leaving behind from 2022 into 2023 is stop expecting your family and friends to support you. They are not your people. This is why it's important if you're going to leverage your expertise to be clear about who are your people. Like be real clear. Like be real clear and be real specific. Like for me, I know majority of my people are women. In fact, there are three different types of women. You know how I know? Because that's who my avatar is. I got three sisters. I got Journey, Jordan, and Jasmine. And all three of them are in different levels of visibility. But you know how I know that? It's because I, I, I took time to figure out one who was already coming to me and paying for what I had to offer. But then also, too, I took time to tap into me and figure out where was I on each level of my journey? What is it that I struggle with? What was it that I needed, right? Because when I got clear about not only my messaging and the stories, but I got clear about my people, now I could talk to them. Now I know certain things to say that'll get Jordan journey and Jasmine to respond. But if I don't know who my people are, if I keep just trying to reach everybody, then I'm going to keep spinning my wheels and keep getting frustrated. So you got to identify who are your people. Okay. Number four, this is another pivotal or important point. What are your people's pain points? What are your pain? What are their pain points? What are they struggling with? Right? So using my people, Jasmine is the baby sister. Jasmine is the representation of the woman that knows that she has a message, that knows that she has a book or a product or a service that she wants to offer the world, but has no clue on how to get started. And she's absolutely terrified. That's Jasmine. <laughs> right? Jordan is the middle, middle sister. Jordan is the one that's kind of been out there for a little bit, right? She got some insight. She got a little bit of visibility. You know, she, she, she's kind of cool. She's doing a little something here and there. Jordan's struggle is that she's not consistent enough. So Jordan tends to show up when she feels like showing up. 
Jordan's not 100% clear about what she's showing up for or who she's showing up for, right? And then you got Journey. Journey's the big sis. <laughs> Journey's pain point is that Journey not only has the visibility, she does show up, she's seen as an expert. She's just trying to not only retain her people, but she's trying to get new people. Three different levels of visibility. Three different pain points. So it's one thing to know who your people are. It's another thing to know what their struggles are, what their pain points are. Because when you know those things, now when you're targeting them, right, you can then use those pain points in your marketing, use those pain points in your language to get them to respond. If I'm doing something like most of the time, Jordan and Jasmine are my two people that I'm always targeting. So when I'm targeting them, I know to use specific words to get them to respond, to get them to say, oh, she talking about me. So that's why knowing your people's pain points is just as important as knowing your people. Number five, what value can you offer them? Remember I told y'all a couple of episodes that as an expert, it's about giving value. And I mean the basics. I'm not telling y'all to go and teach nobody how to 10x their their uh, knowledge <laughs> or whatever. Like if you want to teach 10x level of stuff, they need to be paying you. But you can teach them what to do to get started. That's giving value, right? Because again, everything don't need to be about business. Your life is your business, but everything, every time you show up in social media, it doesn't have to be about business right? So what value can you give them? What are some little steps? What are some little gems? What are some little things that you can give someone that is going to help them take action? That's going to help them get to their next step. Remember, you should be looking at the, the your business as a staircase. There's levels to this shit, <laughs> right? You don't just make it all the way to level 12 on the elevator, right? You got to go from the lobby all the way up. It's the same thing, y'all. So what value can you give people on each level of your staircase that's going to help them get up the steps? Come on now, y'all. I make this so simple. I swear I do. I make this so simple. All right, number six. What ways can you expand your reach? Again, when you're leveraging your expertise, you got to think outside of the box, right? You got to think about where your people show up, how often they show up, right? What are some other ways you can deliver content to them, right? That's when we talk about when we're talking about expanding our reach, right? So you should, as an expert, always have a content mix, right? So I know my people are audio and visual people, right? So a lot of the stuff that I put out are audio and visual. Cause I know that's my people, <laughs> right? But I switch up what I put out. I might do a TikTok today, an Instagram reel tomorrow. I might do a YouTube. I might do a uh, Instagram carousel. I might do an infographic. Like I switch up what it is that I'm giving them. Same content. It's aligned with the same content. I'm just delivering it differently. I'm expanding my reach, right? Another way you can expand your reach is if your people are on Facebook, 
are you showing up in the communities or the groups in which they're in? When I was looking for authors to help in the writing uh, book writing place, I, I was in all the Facebook groups for authors. Right? When I'm looking for podcasters or people interested in podcasting, guess where I'm at? The communities where they host podcasters. So what ways can you really expand your reach so that you're leveraging your expertise and you're constantly getting in front of your people? All right, number seven, and this one is so important too, as you leverage your expertise, what opportunities of engagement can you create? People like to connect with people, y'all. Always remember that. If you don't remember anything else Leah M. Forney ever tells you, remember that. People like to connect with people. So what can you do to offer or foster or create opportunities for engagement, right? So one of the things that I do for my people, especially if you're a part of the Profitable Podcaster Society on Facebook, is we have a monthly Profitable Podcaster networking party. We, we started kicking that off in January of this year. And every month I come together with 12 people. I record it. So it actually becomes an episode on my podcast, but also it's an opportunity for collaboration and an opportunity to teach, right? So every month is a different um, topic that I come to the table with. And it's an opportunity for those that are in the podcasting space to be able to shout out their podcast. Right. So it's a win win. I get to teach. I get to position myself as the expert. But then also they have an opportunity to collaborate with others like minded people and <laughs> they get to shout out the name of their podcast, which will be heard as an episode on my podcast. Come on now. Are you creating opportunities for engagement for your people so that they can talk to you? You can talk back. A simple way to do that is that when you're posting content and people respond respond back like i'll never understand that how people get responses on their on their in on their social media posts and then they don't engage like that's dumb to me and then the last one or the last key to leveraging your expertise is identifying what next steps should your audience take if you always keep in mind that every level of your business is like a staircase what is the step that they need to take to go from the ground floor to, to level one, to level two, to level three, to level four? Keep in mind, you're going to have to sit down and reflect on your own journey. You're going to have to figure out what steps that you need to take. You're going to have to get clear. This is why I started the episode talking about that. Because literally, you already have a process. You already have a framework. You're just not clear on it. So the minute you sit down and figure out, okay, what steps did I need to take to get from ground floor to level five? I guarantee you, you'll know what next steps do your people need to take. So every time you put out social media content, every time you do a podcast, every time you do anything where you're positioning yourself as an expertise, you should always be thinking about what's their next step. That's how you get a call to action. For those of y'all that struggle with call to action, your call to action is the next step they need to take. So if it's join my Facebook community, if it's subscribe to my email list, if it's download this freebie, if it's join me for my 30-day challenge, if it's enroll in my boot camp, whatever, 
you need to be making sure that you're clear about the next step that your people need to take. Okay. So that's all I got for you guys for eight keys to leveraging your expertise. Again, shoot me a message. Let me know if this was good information, if you appreciated this. Because listen, that's what Hey Queen Thrive is all about. It's about me being able to show up, not just as an expert, but to give value and help y'all take your next step. So listen, this concludes another episode of Hey Queen Thrive. Tune in again next week for another Power Pack episode with another Power Pack guest. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for rocking with your girl. Season three is in full effect. I'll see y'all next week. Peace. What's up, Thrive Tribe? It's your girl, Leah M. Forney, your visibility activator and podcast cultivator. Listen, if you are tuning in right now, stop what you're doing and take a real listen. Look, I know you have been wanting to start this podcast. I know you've been thinking about it. I know you've been dreaming about it. I even know that God has been talking to you about it. But what has stopped you is that you are feeling frustrated. You are feeling overwhelmed. And it's probably because you really don't know how to get started. But look, your girl got your back. Yep, she got your back. Because I am looking for three people this quarter to help them get started in the podcasting space. So listen, if you are ready to really start building launch your podcast, I need you to definitely click the link in the description of this episode. Get on my calendar and let's have a conversation because I have space in my eight-week profitable podcaster accelerator. That's right, eight weeks. In eight weeks, I will teach you everything you need to do to start build and launch. So listen, let's make 2023 the year that you finally become a podcaster. I look forward to working with you. Talk to you soon. Bye.